Let him have it, Chris. 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 There's a button, a switch for everything. What's that? You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. No tricks, not Chris. How much you can be able to say? Come on, you know better than that. Hey, you will do it, alright! This is a hundred dollar radio from here. This 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 hundred and the home service. This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. Chris, you get out of here. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. Stop, you get out of here. I know how to talk to people. That's clear as a mother's yeah. I've got this man go on the air, deliver a coded message. Shut up, little man. You're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. Oh, come on. Now, we're going to listen to what he said on the air. Because all we're dealing with here, after all, is talk show time against a man's life. And I don't see that as any argument. I can see you're really upset about this. Yeah, boy. It's okay. Hello. It's something to live for. Do you speak English, son? Jesus called me so. Parlo, steady, Grace. Chris, stand up and wiggle your hips for us. Oh, I know that guy. But we're young and bored. Uh, he's a nihilist. And I'll smash your face for you, your blockos. Why you stop, Dad? Stop it. Shut up. Conversation is a two-way street. I'm okay. I don't get you. I don't get your act at all. And I don't think you do either. I don't think you know what you're trying to do or how to go about it. You're stupid. I heard it over the radio. Real stupid. I'm not just talking about one person. I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about form. I'm talking about content. I'm talking about interrelationships. I'm talking about God, the devil, hell, heaven. Do you understand? Finally! You must take me off the air for now or for any other spaceless time. I'll pitch my voice wherever I please. I'm a famous radio personality now. Most people today couldn't care less about the radio personality. I couldn't agree with you more. He's always talking about some radio star that I never heard of. You don't like my stories? You don't have to listen to my program. Listen to the radio. Find out what's going on. Listen to the talk shows and you will find out what's going on in this country. Oh, man. Talk radio? Yes, talk radio. It's so boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. I have an idea now. First name, mister. I just hope this man realizes that being able to communicate with people all over the world carries a serious responsibility. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. It's showtime. Won't you smile and blow me a kiss for this one? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, the talk show. You know, people phone in and make a beef. Oh, what about? Whatever happens to bug you, that's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. Hey, Nice to see you. Have a nice day. Because you're bastard people. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? They said when you got here, the whole thing started. Who are you? What are you? Where did you come from? I think you're the cause of all this. I 
think you're evil? You are not sleepy or tired, ever. Well, that's not true. I'm sleepy and tired right now, for God's sakes. Been going at it. Hammering tongs, as they say, Todd Norlander. Yeah, man, how you doing? You know, I guess I'm okay. I just, I long for a time in my life when I do much less. (laughs) You know, during the pandemic... Didn't really do much. Well, wait a minute. I keep talking about it like it's the past tense, and we all know it's not. No. So uh, uh, let me. The third shoe is going to fall. <sighs> you really th- you think so with the Delta variant? Uh, you know, I don't know. There, uh, I, I, I don't think we don't want to go down this road, but, um, you know, uh, I just don't think it's. First rule of talk radio is you, you, uh, you, you do not deny anything you talk about everything okay well you know it, it's don't go down this road what the <laughs> how dare you uh yeah i just think there's other other shit out there you know related perhaps you know that is going to be the delta epsilon uh, uh tall you know um <laughs> who, who knows what i'm but... going to start taking cram it all that's what i'm going to do the number here is 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV. This is Aerial View that's been hanging around in one form or another since 1989. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. you see the rust? Can you feel the rust? Can you hear the rust? Yeah, Although I, I don't think I'm that rusty, actually. Come to think no, of man. Uh, you've always been solid. You know, we, That's why you know we played your show in my comic store in Brooklyn Heights, you know, probably, you know... And now I'm making you pay one. for that by being yeah, a guest yeah. on my program. Well, no. See like, how that works? It's like, <laughs> you know, didn't you ever ever want to be on the jo- Johnny Carson show or, you know, the Conan O'Brien? I don't know. Uh, sure. I'm trying to <laughs> and, think if well, I here ever. Here I am, you know. I was on the Mike Watt show, Watt from Pedro, a few oh, weeks well, back. That was cool. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Weirdest experience I've ever had <laughs> in my life. I mean, uh, Mike, I, I love Mike Watt, but he, he, this is how he sounded in my headphones. <laughs> oh, man, hardcore, you know? It was, like <laughs> it was so fucking distorted. I, I had to do it over <laughs> Skype. And first, I didn't know, like, he likes to record. Like, I don't know if I'm giving away the secrets here, but he records it live so he doesn't have to do any editing. So the first thing out of my mouth was like, oh, are we on the air now? Are we going? (laughs) And he was like, immediately he was like, oh, God, this guy's an idiot. Like, no (laughs) one had told me. In my defense, no one said to me in an email or any way else, by the way, just pretend like it's happening live. Because... I would have done that. Well, you give you know, me a countdown like the last five minutes. It's uh, I'm like uh, hyper aware. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then when I would talk to Mike Watt down the line on Skype, 
whatever they were doing to get his voice into his computer, the end result was he sounded like this. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm thinking, holy shit. Wait a minute, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, holy shit. I'm going to have to figure out what he's saying. I can't really oh, tell what gosh, he's saying. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh... Yeah, I'm like... Your, your task is easy, Todd Norlander. Yeah, I'm half deaf in my left ear, and so... Uh, uh, I didn't mean to yeah. deafen you more with that whole uh, thing that I just did. No, it's... You're on the HoundNYC.com, where uh, hound howls occur every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by crashing the Party, Doo-Wop Chop Shop of the Air, Mark and Miriam, and uh, yes, they have those doo-wops on, on vinyl. You know, I, I was liking your intro, and um, I'm like one of those rock snobs who think, like, Sergeant Peppers isn't, isn't the best anything, you know? It's like, you know, this is where the Beatles got a little, you know, funny. And, um, but that song, you know, Within Without You, the George Harrison song, was, you know, still stands up, I think. It's, uh, you know, Ringo uh, on Tabla. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, I didn't appreciate it back in the day. I think uh, Sergeant Peppers uh, was the first record I ever bought, never mind Beatles record. It was the first record period I ever bought with my own money at the Woolworth. And I remember thinking, what the hell? I remember (laughs) thinking, what the hell is that song doing on there? Uh, What's up with the sitar? uh, Well, you know, I turned 64 this year, so it's like... Oh my God, it has new resonance for you. uh, you (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm already like coming up with like denigrating cover versions you know so, so. well it, it it is you know i my appreciation for george harrison has only grown the more years he's gone he was just an incredible incredible yeah. talent and uh you know to be in a band with lennon and mccartney and and still have the guts to write songs <laughs> yeah, yeah i might yeah, yeah, be yeah. like no that's okay you guys can write the songs i'm fine <laughs> that's all right Seven six zero four two two. Five five two eight. I'm going to do what I didn't do last time you were here, and I'm going to make sure the phones are working. So, here goes. Uh, where's my dialing music, guys? Didn't I ask someone? To... Is Don on the phone? I want someone to get their head out of their ass and get me my dialing music? <laughs> hey, you know, guys, call in. Come on. Uh, seven six zero four two two five five two eight. Gonna let it ring. See who answers. Might be me. Hmm. Look at that. It's working. Hello. Hello. I would like to be part of the show. Okay. Hey, feedback. That's our show tonight. That's right. Our show is uh, we would like your feedback because uh, every business asks for your feedback. Uh, even though Aerial View is not a business, it's, it's happening from my business, that cave. At 106 Partition Street in Saugerties, New York. Open Friday through Sunday, noon to 5. That cave. This shop rewards digging. That's one of the slogans down here. It's actually a sponsor of this program. And uh, the other slogan is, it's cool in that cave. Because cold air descends. Plus, everyone who walks around this uh, store, they all say the same thing, Todd Norlander. They say, that's cool. Well, that's what, you know, I mean, my slogan is, like, you don't know you want it until you're here. And it's like, holy shit, you know, I always wanted that, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it, it's the process of discovery that can only go on in a retail establishment. This isn't happening mail order. I hate to tell you uh, what we used to call mail order. 
<laughs> now it's called shopping online. Same fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. You order something and they bring it in the mail. Yeah. Some underpaid person leaves it at the wrong address. I had, you know, the pipe that we use to build those shelves yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah. I ordered them from the Brooklyn Pipe Company, which, of course, uh, if anything's it's in Cleveland, named Brooklyn Pipe Company, it means yeah. it's manufactured in China. Their product. Oh, you're right. Because um, I want to put up some more shelves in the store to put out some more stuff and 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 get a bunch of stuff out of the back room, which has become like the Collier Brothers in there. Got to walk like sideways like a crab. Yeah. And uh, I walk, you know, I saw the Amazon truck across the street, the van, and I'm thinking, okay, here comes our package. The guy goes to uh, the neighbor's house, and I and then I get a text: your package has been delivered. And I'm like, no, it hasn't. <laughs> It has not been delivered, not here anyway. And then I'm thinking maybe it's that thing where they tell you early because they're on your block, yeah. but they haven't actually brought it yet. And uh, and then I go over to the neighbor's porch, and of course there's my two boxes, three boxes of pipe. And the neighbor's porch is much lower than ours. Like well, por- the porch pirate scenario at the neighbor's house you know. is like, forget it, it's off the charts. At our house, <laughs> they have to go up like 10 or 12 steps on a, on a cement oh, yeah. stoop so, so you took and the it's a little route. it's a little precarious but yeah he i guess he didn't want to he's like all right i'll drop it at 58 what the hell but um, I, i'm just fantasizing i don't know your neighbors but i'm just thinking you know like your, your 85 year old neighbor comes out and is like ah oh, nice package he goes to pick it up it's small and it's like pipe it weighs know, about 20 pounds yes yeah, like, uh, pulls them over yeah. they tumble off the porch yeah no they're not that old but no, okay, uh, yeah, it's no. happened before. Uh, so that's what we were doing here yesterday, by the way. You should see the big, beautiful six feet worth of shelves that we uh, put up on the far wall. And uh, right now, got a bunch of books on it. And things are going to change. This is an ever-changing. This shop represents my ever-changing moods, as Paul Weller said. Was it Was it, Was it? it Paul Weller that did it? Well, Style nah, Council? Yeah. Who did ever-changing moods? Anybody? Ish. Seven six zero four two two five five two eight. If you know who did ever changing, I, I'm pretty sure it was a Paul Weller song. I'm well, gonna go on record as saying. What, one of my takeaways for putting up the shelf, and I don't want you to take this in the wrong way, but does anybody have like a surefire method of finding studs? I mean, we wanted to, you know, drill straight into you know, you know, stu- <laughs> finding what now? I know, drill straight oh, into yeah. the electric yeah. cable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a surefire way to fucking stud? You know, I, I've I've had those you know stud finders and you know the ha- hammer. Those are shit. By they're the shit. way, yeah, they're, they're shit. Yeah, they're shit. Yeah, there's just. Um, I've never had one of those things actually work. Mm-hmm. I think it's like uh, the X-ray glasses you would see in the yeah, back of right, right, magazine when right. you were a kid. And, you know, it's not <laughs> yeah. anything. And it's like yeah, you look into your arm and you're actually looking at a feather. You know, like, arm. Look at a girl in a dress. Forget it. Then you'd be like, oh, they, I got ripped off. <laughs> Can't see anything. Uh, 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV is the number here. And tonight we are looking for your feedback. We want to know. Well, actually, what I'd yeah. like you to do is if you have a guitar, yeah, just plug call it into an make, amp make and make an ungodly noise, racket. You know? That would be cool. Yeah. Buddy, that- hi, this is Paul Weller, and you're listening to Chris T's Aerial View. Live. End times. Talk radio. Right! 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Call 760 The pound. You have a podcast. Cool. Oh, yeah, I invented them. That bit's yeah. Nachman. That's, that's it. Yeah, that was Paul Weller refusing to read wow. something that I had written for him to read. 
just wouldn't do it. You know, you know, one of my favorite shows on that radio station to to which you're no longer uh, affiliated for, you know, regardless, they used to have a, an hour show. It used to come on at six o'clock once a week. Didn't run that long, about six months, but it was like a on radio jam. They would just open like six phone lines and you could call in and just play whatever you wanted and you know, go along to the whatever oh, music wow. was going. It was hmm. it was a really cool concept. And uh, you was know. it called the Lazy Man's Radio? Yeah. What was that called? I don't, know. I don't have to do I don't, anything. I don't know. Unless, I'm just going to open the phones. Unless you were participating, I'll eat my sandwich. Yeah, unless you're participating, I don't know how fun it was to just listen to. But um, yeah, I, I you know, being in the comic store, I had all these like talking like Godzilla books with like, Godzilla noises and and you know. Beef is Wait a minute, pack. there's a talking Godzilla book with Godzilla noises? I what? still have that, you know. And, oh, my God. You know, if you want to sell it in your Suddenly, store, we could talk. But I might, uh, might want to be buried yeah. with one. Yeah, it, it, it has ten different sounds, like the Mothra, you know, and the, you know, you, several you Godzilla sounds. And um, hmm. it's, it's, I think I and you can that. play it like an instrument, man. It's like. I think I need that. Yeah. Todd Norlander's back with us, and uh, while we wait for you to get the energy up to dial the phone, 760-422-5528, and provide us with some feedback, uh, let's take a look at what's going on in the news. When's the last time you looked at the news? I look at the times every day. You know, I'm, I'm like that old school. Like, uh, All right, but yeah. what time was that today? Uh was about 3 o'clock this afternoon. I was so busy. you don't have any news since 3 o'clock? No news? No, no. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, I love looking at the tabloids, you know. It's like, uh, you know, the post was the post was just like, Trump is get it, getting, you know, scammed. It's like, you know. Oh, uh, the worst uh, witch hunt of all time? Yeah, the worst witch thing? hunt. Yeah, the, that yeah. whole shtick, you know. And it's like, where is like the Times and, and even the Daily News, which Daily News I used to think was conservative, but it doesn't. It's definitely like anti-Trump in a big way, you know. No, the Daily News was always sort of more. I don't, I'm not going to say left-leaning because that's certainly not true, but more down with the people yeah. sort of vibe, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And New York is definitely Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, not Trump territory. Maybe some pockets, especially in Queens, where that piece of crap came from. Yeah, uh, but other than that, I, I mean, just, the the post editorial content is controlled by like an Australian. You know, what's his name? Ru- Rupert Murdoch. That and, that another and, piece of garbage. Yeah, another well, piece of human uh, garbage. major piece of garbage. Uh, what, what, Between I mean, the two of them, they have destroyed this country. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. I, I, I feel I, confident in saying that. But it's funny how like people people who like subscribe to you know the, the just the, the the content of the post don't even realize that they're being fed the stuff from you know. And, you know, a foreign magnet, you know. Don't it's realize. Like, they don't care. I mean, it's no, uh, it aligns with no. all of the horrible thoughts they have about uh, their fellow Americans. So, of course, they, <laughs> they, it's a, they're in, they're locked in a loop. You know, uh, Rupert Murdoch tells them what they want to hear. Trump riles them up. And they're just, as Bob Dylan said, a pawn in their game. Yeah, man. And, you know, they never will get wise. We spend a lot of time and energy thinking, if only we engage them thinking, if only we engage them with some facts. Yeah, but they're fact-resistant. They don't care about facts. (laughs) They never did. They never will. They want to have their feelings. And that's what makes the irony... That's what makes that bumper sticker so ironic. Fuck your feelings. I saw another one of those the other day (laughs) on some douchebags, monster pickup truck. 
You know, the size of the pickup truck is inverse to the size of the penis on these guys. So uh-huh. the bigger the pickup truck, the smaller the penis. They're now like a brick wall coming at you. I saw a Chevy the other day over here on Main <laughs> Street. The, I, I thought, forget, I thought, forget build the wall. They're driving the wall. Driving the wall. They're driving the wall. <laughs> yeah. This thing is like a wall coming towards you. Uh, they can't see over the hood. They're running pedestrians over. They don't even know it. These assholes in these <laughs> massive Silverados and their uh, Dodge Rams, they want to ram it up your ass. That's why it's called a Ram. And uh, the Ford F stands for fuck, fuck 150 or 350 or whatever it is. These things are getting bigger and bigger all the time. You know, I'm on Partition Street, somewhat narrow, more narrow than Main Street. Yes. You see one of these things coming towards you, you're like, I'm going to get brain. I'm going to get the side mirrors yeah. going to brain me. Something's going to brain me. I ride a bike you know? in this town. You know, it's like I, I rode a bike in Manhattan, never rode on the sidewalk, you know, never had any major incident, but... um. I'm frightened when I get to the intersection of, like, main and partition in this town. It's, like, so narrow, and people just aggressively, like... Yeah. I I want everyone, (laughs) if they can... I'm going to address these guys in these pickup trucks for just a minute. I I, I doubt that they're listening to this show, but in the, you know, million-to-one shot that one of them is, it can spread the word to his fellow members of the Angry Exhaust Club. I I just want to... I just want to say, just chill out a bit. Just chillax just a bit maybe uh if you're not currently smoking pot maybe start smoking pot <laughs> just figure out a way to mellow it's the legal. fuck out because you are really not mellow people you're very tense and angry and upset and you think things are being taken away from you that are not and you do you know, think these people are really going to be sold on electric jeeps i mean are, no, are, are, I, are they going to have to put like artificial noise on them? I mean, it's that's like, what I was saying last yeah. last yeah, uh, yeah. last time you were yeah, here. Yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah. they're going to have to add the shock and awe package. Yeah, and you know, just a uh, fake uh, angry exhaust <laughs> and fake uh, rolling coal, you know so you can own the libs. What's big in this town are, are those like they're not motorcycle, they're trikes, I guess, and they're huge. And, you know, a lot, a lot of the you know, altacockers in this town, like, dr- ride those things around. I guess they're a little safer than riding a motorcycle, you know. Yeah. But, but the trike of my youth is no longer the trike of today. Because no. back when I was uh, growing up, the two wheels were in the back. The one wheel was in the front. Oh, and right, then right, 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 right. there was a guy who, like, took a toilet seat, and that was his seat for his trike. <laughs> and it was like he was going down the highway taking a shit, you know. Yeah. And that was kind of hilarious. But wow. now the trikes have the two wheels in the front and the one wheel yeah. in the back. Yeah. And yeah. you're like you see that thing coming towards you and you're just like you're too lazy to ride a motorcycle. And I don't know, too cheap to buy a car? I mean, I'm not sure know. what's going on there. It, it, what's it's, happening? It's here? like, you know, they're, they're listening to the radio and they're blasting it really loud because, you know, the bike is loud. But they're listening to, like, classic rock, you know, so they're coming down the street all bad, like, playing Phil Collins, you know. It's like, it's, it's, is it really? it's I was just gonna, like, you know. I was going to go for Steppenwolf, but that's <laughs> oh, even well, too Steppenwolf good. Well, Steppenwolf would be too good, yeah. yeah but I, it's I mean, Phil Collins yeah, in yeah, the air tonight or yeah, some damn thing? Yeah, yeah, just something that's just so not, like, Biker. <laughs> oh my God! I, what makes them think we give a shit? I mean, I always wonder that about anybody who's blasting their music out of their vehicle. What makes you think we give a shit? I mean, what is the? I think I, I, I'm beginning to really have a problem with the amount of noise that people make. They uh-huh, just uh-huh. everybody thinks it's their American birthright to make ungodly amounts of noise when they're out in public. 
Maybe go in private you know, and make all that noise. It's, it's better than trying to develop a personality. You know, this is this is who I am. You know, I, I, you I, know, you might be onto something there, Todd Norlander, <laughs> my special guest. Uh, until we, uh, wow, we're almost halfway through the show. The phone lines are open seven six zero four two two five five two eight. We know that they work seven six zero. I call AV. We're looking for your feedback. My dream is he, before the end of the show, if just one of you plugs in a guitar and makes it feedback. That would be perfect. I'm tired of being asked for my feedback every time I go to a business. If you don't know that whether I was satisfied or not, you, you go to hell. That's what I have to say. Yeah, go I, straight to hell. Every medical appointment I have now, you know, I just had an MRI, and you know, and they they want, you know, do you mind if you give us a little feedback back? You know, we have like twenty questions we you know want to ask you. you yeah, know, like, you should be like, <laughs> yeah, I mind, I do mind. That's my time. You're gonna pay me for this feedback. <laughs> You're going to give me, uh, you know, a few bucks off the next time I, ha- I need an MRI? What are you going to do? But it's worse, actually, when you talk to a live person who you, who you know are underpaid and, you know, they ask you to, to rate them, you know, how, how they – and how could you not, you know, just like, you know, enhance their poor existence by giving them good ratings, you know, despite how they help you, you know? It's like, I can't be bothered. I'm sorry. Uh, no feedback for you. But if you want to give us some of the other kind of feedback, that would be great. 760-422-5528. I'm looking for some news since the last time you read the news, which was how long ago, you said? Uh, it was about 4 o'clock this afternoon. But What has happened in the intervening uh, two and a half hours? I don't know. They found, like... Uh-huh. Two more bodies in uh, Sunnyside. Uh, oh, jeez. You know, in I, Miami, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just north of Miami. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's that just... That thing. It's, they're not finding bodies. They're finding DNA. You know? So. Well, uh, when you... Yeah, when a building collapses like that, yeah, you're not... Uh, there isn't much that you're going to find, unfortunately. Still 150 people missing. Yeah, just yeah. under, but um, yeah, that's, sheesh. and you know, the people they're finding, they're finding them, you know, they they were showing profiles of them, some of the people who died in the times, and they're the people who were on the top floors, you know, so they're definitely finding them in, you know, sequence <laughs> from top to bottom. It's, uh, wow. Our president, uh, Joseph Robinette Biden, had this to say at a press conference a few hours ago, according to Politico. Quote, I want to talk about happy things, man, unquote, <laughs> when they started asking him about Afghanistan. Oh, you know. Afghanistan, uh, banana stand. Yeah, that's going to be uh, insane to stand, you know, any day now. One of my favorite movies, Hot Rocks. You ever see Hot Rocks? Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw it in the theater movies. back in the day. I don't oh, know. God. Zero yeah. Mostel. Robert, oh, Robert Redford, oh, oh, the yeah. heist movie, one of the first Zero heist movies. Wow, yeah. Set in New York in the <laughs> early 70s, Hot Rocks. I saw Zero Mostel at the uh, Westbury Music Fair and Fiddler on, Fiddle on the Roof, and he was just like... You're <laughs> shitting me. Yeah, I, want, I, and, I think and, my <laughs> parents were going to go take us to see that. Oh, he, he just like... I don't know if he was drunk or just like whatever. He he just like extemporized. He was just like... Playing, he was playing the audience and just like, uh, you know... I've, I've I've since seen like the the official movie of it and it was like had nowhere near the humor. It was sort of dour, you know. But like Zero Mistel was just hilarious. The number is seven six zero four two two five five two eight seven six zero. I call AV. 
Look at that. They're paying Joe Rogan $100 million to do his thing on Spotify. Uh, there's an article that just popped up in the Times as I was looking at the Times. For news that Todd hasn't heard in the last two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. And that Keep was uh, as close as I got. Uh, I don't even know who Joe Rogan is, so... You know, uh, <laughs> I hate to tell you, he's a podcast host. He was an actor. He was on news radio. Back uh, in the day. I think I, I actually have heard him. But um, I the think uh, the indictments that came down from the Southern District of New York for the Trump Organization are all over the news. You might have seen that uh, people saying it's it's bad news for Donald Trump. Yeah, it was it was just all about like perks. You know, it's like we can't, but. I don't know how it was recorded. They found like internal documents where they they had like a second set of books where well we're going to give this guy you know, Mercedes Benz. We're going to give this guy. Yeah, they you know, wrote it down just like the Germans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how do you exactly. think they indicted? The, exactly. By the way, he, by That's the way, a, he is German. That so is that precisely makes sense. what I was thinking. Right. You know, yeah. They they foolishly kept the records of their misdeeds. Right. So so oh yeah, they didn't get to the shredder fast well, it was enough. It's like Nixon taping himself. You know, it's like it's. I don't get it because. Uh, you would think they knew that the walls were closing in, um, but still, they didn't destroy the evidence. So that's, uh, well, I mean, know, I guess that's good news. Well, for you know, Trump said it's like, uh, I want to get my payback, you know, <laughs> keep these records because these people owe me, you know. It's like, they owe me. You owe me. <laughs> but, uh, Bill Cosby, they're now asking what his release means for Harvey Weinstein, whether or not that will have an impact on. What happens with Harvey Weinstein? Uh, I, ca I can't know, believe they released Bill Cosby. My ex-wife, I mean, you know, she she was employed by him. Was never he never came on to her, but and he was um, gave her some like great gigs. You know, uh, it's not a defense of him in any way, but uh, but uh, you know. I don't know. Really? I <laughs> never, as long as I've known you, I didn't know that your wife uh, somehow worked for the Bill Cosby well, organization. Well, no, no, not Bill Cosby. I was Harvey Weinstein. Oh, um, Harvey Weinstein. She, she used to do a lot of uh, film premieres. Oh. And they were mainly like Weinstein movies. And he and, never and did anything him, inappropriate? No, no, you yeah. know. Uh, well, you know, I think he was only interested in a particular type of uh, woman namely yeah, someone like who wanted to be an actor 14 years old <laughs> well also wanted to act you know and uh, oh, yeah, you know yeah. that he could exploit that yeah angle. yeah if, right. if someone already had like a career tra trajectory did, uh, did yeah, you hear well, about the pervert landlord that's a that's one of my favorite no, stories no, no. right now so there's this landlord and i think it's in the cleveland area i'm i'm, I'm i want to say cleveland what would happen if i typed in pervert landlord would it come <laughs> up yeah of course he was exchanging sex for rent when, when people were late on their rent. They'd have to give him a landlord, uh, like a hand job, and uh, wow. <laughs> I just get, like men and women. By the way, he oh, was an shit. equal opportunity offender. Oh, like shit. he would take uh, blow jobs and hand jobs from just about any. Was it one one hand job for months' rent? You know, it, I, it's like I, I I would you know I really almost close know. my eyes and just you know I, I really want to know how he did it. Like how did he determine how many hand jobs equals like a month's rent right. and blow jobs yeah. uh, equals a month month's rent i try to type in pervert la uh, pervert landlord and all i get is porn sites so <laughs> that's not that's prob probably a, 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 a very popular you know you know uh, porn movie gonna, theme you know yeah the landlord comes you know he's got to replace <laughs> your pipes maybe that's where this guy <laughs> got know, it from maybe he got it directly from porn I he's know. like you know what like, 
I was watching porn, and apparently people pay their nice. rent with sex. Oh, Why not me? Yes. Yeah. So he's uh, he's he going to jail. Actualized it. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's going to jail for a long time. Uh-huh. Although maybe they'll find a way to let him out, like they let Bill Cosby. Out. And then the new landlord will come in and is going to evict all those tenants anyhow. You know. So don't this, say common <laughs> landlord, please. Uh-huh. Whatever you do. Uh-huh. Boy, I hope the kids aren't listening to this show. If there's yeah. any kids listening, please stop listening now. I should have kids, said you know, g- give us some feedback, kids. You know, just <laughs> I want some feedback over the phone. 760-422-5528-760. I call AV. We now have 24 minutes, 23 minutes left in the program. So if you can get to a uh, thing that makes feedback, we want to hear that feedback. This is the kind of feedback I, I like. I'd, I'd like to lose like one more percentage of my hearing. You know, what? just, just, just sorry, what? I'd like, to, you know, I'd like some feedback to come in loud and and something so horrible that, you know, what is you your know, favorite feedback on record? If you had to push came to shove, you had to say, like, who, who well, really, you know, did I, feedback right? I, I love I Greg Jin was a, a master of feedback. I mean, the, the very first uh, song on, song on Damage by Black Flag is like it has that you know distorted you know you get the feedback and then you get the guitar Ooh. you know and rise above and it's it's just like rise um, above I'm gonna rise yeah. above yeah that one yeah yeah, yeah 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 I mean it starts with just like great feedback it's just like screech. I, I can't you know? find any of my uh, early Black Flag records. I have my award. Yeah, that was the first song it. on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw mine, but it's uh, a good record. But um, who else? Well, we feedback were, on we, record. We, we were talking um, just the other day about uh, locomotion and, and Grand Funk and that that um, that that enigmatic lead, you know, in locomotion has yeah sort of feedback. What happened to my te- goddamn teletype? What? Huh? Todd, my, we talked so long, my teletype ran out. Alright, I'll turn it back. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. You know, after we had that conversation, because Facebook, uh, the horrid Facebook does this thing where it's like, seven years ago, here's a memory of yours from seven years ago. And you go, oh, God. What, what's happened in the last seven years? Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> oh. Seven years ago, a few days ago, I, I had interviewed Mark Farner of right, Grand right. Funk Railroad, and I had asked him about that lead break in the mm-hmm. uh, little Eva song, Locomotion, that they covered. Mm-hmm. A, uh, I believe, uh, Holland, Dozier Holland composition, or it might have been Jerry Goffin. Jerry Goffin. Yeah, it was. Jerry yeah. Goffin song. It was both, yeah. Yeah, and Little Eva Carol was King, famously yeah. his babysitter, mm-hmm. and then she became a star. Um, and so, you know, by accident, uh, they recorded. Todd Rundgren was doing a recording session with Grand Funk Railroad. They were walking back from wherever they came. They were they went, and Mark Farner was singing that song to himself. And Todd Rundgren said, "We have to record that right now." Well, and it, it was a massive was, hit. It was like a yeah. massive worldwide hit for them. Uh, but there's a part in the lead break where the, it goes all warbly. Yeah. It's, and it's, I, it's, I, I never knew what that was, and I asked him, and he said Todd Rungren was moving around the tape head on the Echoplex tape machine, and that's what caused that sound. So Yeah, probably the single best thing uh, Todd, Todd Rungren ever, ever done did. in well, terms of production. I mean, well, he recorded the first Dolls album, right? So, But most yeah. people think that the first Dolls album wasn't very well recorded. Like, they, they don't like the sound on the first Dolls album, so I wonder you know, if that's You know, I didn't. Fault. I didn't even get it when I was a kid. 
kid and, and now you know i love it it's just yeah yeah it's, it's i like, mean the material holds up but i i'm i always wonder what would it have sounded like with different production we'll never mm-hmm. we're not going to revisit the first dolls album are we no i don't think so but i do want to hear that part in locomotion when he does the lead break so i'm going to try to find it on the internet it just since it, I don't have it here on my computer. Yeah, as a fledgling guitar player, it just seemed like it almost had nothing to do with the song. It was just like a bunch of like random guitar noise in front of the, in the middle of this. Well, that's <laughs> what I liked about Grand Funk is that they were uh, as he as Mark Farner put it, we were just a garage band from Flint, Michigan. Really, yeah. that's like that that did well. Mm-hmm. All right, so here is a remaster. What did they do to it? How did they remaster it, Todd? Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Hey, we got an incoming call. Put your hands together. Give me some feedback. I'm very happy. You know, oh. more. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's that's rough. <laughs> was that a Gibson? I don't know. Was, was that a, was that enough feedback? That was no, good. that was great. Yeah, Is no, that you, Kerry? Yeah, it's a brand. It's a brand new. It's a. It's Brand new what? No, this is my brand new Les Paul Trad Pro 5. We just got Trad Pro 5. I love it. Yeah, it sounds... Let's listen to Mark Farner for a minute. Stuff for my birthday. <laughs> That's a shitty solo. That's a great solo. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's why it only sold millions of copies worldwide. That's a shitty solo. Like, oh, you're out of your mind. Uh, yeah. I know you're Todd's friend, but you're nutsy cuckoo. Is this Kerry? Hey, I know you? it's a million, but it's still a shitty solo. Oh, Millie, you're, you're, you're bugging, no, man. No, man. Jeff, I'm calling oh, from. Jeff. Uh, I'm calling from. From hell? Is that what you're about to say? You calling from hell? I hung up on him. Uh, why? Uh, because he didn't like Mark Farner's lead break. Well, yeah, shitty said, lead break, know, my I, ass. I, I thought it was. Go ahead it, and be it, a snob. I, on I call else's I call stuff. it eg- enigmatic. I just didn't. You know, here was a straight up, you know, Motown song, and right in the middle of it, it had this like, you know. I I think uh, that lead break is everything that that song needed and nothing more. Uh huh. As a matter of fact, I want to hear it again because he talked all over it. Messed it up for me. Here we go.
that is perfect. For that song, at that okay. time, yeah, that yeah, is perfect, yeah, I'll, I'll perfect give, lead give break. You, okay. you can all suck it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. No, he was... He was I yeah, he's. I understand he's passionate about his lead breaks, but I would put that up there in my top ten of pop, rock, well, rock and roll lead breaks that became a pop hit, is what I mean to say. Because this was a massive hit. Yeah, yeah. Was, on the charts, as they say. Yeah. And so give it up for, uh, this is when they dropped the railroad from their name. They were Grand Funk. And they ah. added a fourth guy, I'm thinking on keyboards, but I don't know. Seven six zero four two two five five two eight. Was it before or after uh, American Band? Um, this song would have been out originally in uh, I want to say nineteen seventy two, seventy three. Mm-hmm. Anybody know? Call seven six zero. I call AV seven six zero four two two five five two eight is the number here. We would love to know just what the deal is with that. I just always love that lyric. Come on, dudes, let's get it on. And we proceeded to rock the whole house down. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just, uh, I mean, come on. That's a fantastic song, too. Two fine ladies. <laughs> um, American Band was, uh, who did that song? Yeah, Grand Funk, Grand right. Funk, that's yeah. what I'm saying, you know. Shit, I was thinking of American Woman. Guess who? That's oh, well, you know, I'm a Randy ba- Bachman fan also, so. Um, yeah. Guess who are my... Uh, Guilty pleasure. But, uh, Another was, great lead break on a song that was a big old hit on the charts. Yeah. So I, I used to like go to uh, Lake George in the summer, and they had a uh, pinball machine that just played that lick over and over again as long as you were like, you know, h- hitting all the bumpers, you know. So it was like, what? <laughs> what possessed pinball machine is this? Now I want to. I don't I'm know. Curious. I don't know. I, I, was it I, called like American Woman? Did it have like? It, a, it may have been. You uh, know, chick with cleavage on the. But uh, as soon as you started, American Woman started, but it was mainly just like the lead break, you know. And my my brother, who was like a, a you know. A big scammer hood, hoodlum. He immediately figured out how to pop open the back and twist the dials. So we had like unlimited games free, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, that was that was my Lake George summer vacation once. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there this we is, go. This is good tone right here. So can, can you layer some uh, pinball <laughs> over that? <laughs> so, you know, I also talked to Randy Bachman about this lead break because I, w- I was always fascinated by the mm-hmm. sustain he got. Yeah, yeah. Les Paul, front pickup uh, into like a Randall amp, but there was a special box in between the two. That somebody had built for him, and essentially it was a compressor, and it just took that sound and just squashed it. Wow. And uh, the same thing you heard later on on uh, Matthew Sweet's "Girlfriend," that song "Girlfriend." Who who played the lead on that? Do you know? I'm gonna put you on the spot. No, I don't. Matthew Sweet "Girlfriend." Would it have been? Hmm. Because well, I know Robert Quine played guitar with him. I don't know if that's his, his, his guitar lead. playing is pretty distinctive. Pretty distinctive, but, um, and it doesn't sound like that. I, I'm going to give you a, a quiz as well. I mean, you have like the Neil Young shaky biography over there. Yeah, and, um, and um, you it know, it was Robert Quine. 
That's Robert Klein on that song. Wow, yeah. okay. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. But I was going to say, in, in Toronto, Neil Young had a band called the Blackbirds, and it was Randy Bachman was the other guitar player. And who was the bass player? The bass player was, um, oh, God, uh, Bootsy. Was it Bootsy? No, it was uh, <laughs> It was George. Rick James. Rick James. Rick James. Rick James. Rick James. All day long. Shit. Rick yeah. James, yeah, that that must have been a fun time in that oh, band. Oh yeah, man, that it, band, man. It, 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 it seems like the, the whole. It seems like Canada had a really good like pub rock scene. You know, you had the Guess Who, you had the 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 band. You know, Robert Robertson and you know all those cats. You know, yeah. Sa- it sounded like it was like a great like rock and roll circuit up there. You know, back yeah. In the day. I would have liked to have seen it. Yeah, myself in person. We're almost out of road. We got like twelve minutes left in the program, and uh, we did get somebody to call in and play some feedback for us. And then I hung up on a guy. So my apologies for that. His fake Sometimes. name is Millie. But... Well, we'll... <laughs> this is Robert Klein doing Randy Bachman, a la American Woman. Well, I was going to say the, the first credited feedback lead, of course, is a lie because, you know, uh, um, there was a lot of f- feedback in the 50s. But the, the break, um, you know, the small faces break by Steve Marriott on what you're going to do about it. That's supposedly the, you know. The, I always thought it was George Harrison with uh, that Beatles song. Uh, you know, there's, uh, what the hell's the name of it? The, you know, Oh, my God. This is like. Two people sitting around trying to remember the name of songs. No, no, no. The, the, the Small Faces song is What You're Going to Do About It. And, um, what year it, would that have been, though? Uh, it's mid-60s. Small Faces were there at the same time. It's like, uh, well, maybe started a little after Beatles and Stones, but they were, you know. That's, I, I, you I know. always thought it was I Feel Fine by the by the Beatles. You, know, you, you, you remember the beginning of that song? No. No? Quiet, you know. I'll try, but my computer's not playing along. Like Ugh. just doesn't want to uh, yeah, find well. stuff for me anymore. Since I upgraded the goddamn operating system, it's like fuck you and but, funny things. Hang on. I mean, when the first I gotta end the Matthew Sweet. Here we go. Yeah, you're not gonna get it on this version because it's not the right version. No, this is clean. You know, I think I know what you're referring to, but um, you know, in, in the Small Faces song. The entire lead is just like instead of playing like notes, it's just like feedback. Hang on. Yeah. There it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's your feedback. That, that's right very there. cool. Do you think that's George Martin like putting that in? I or? don't know, but I I'm willing to bet Link Ray did it before them. Uh, no, 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 no. That's what I was, I was gonna say. I I I didn't want to seem stupid. I didn't want to bring up his name, but of course, like Link Ray had like. Next time we do this show, let's instead of calling it the feedback survey, we call it the survey of feedback. And we just review all of the feedback <laughs> on record. Yeah. Who, the one you mentioned was Small Faces. Do you know the name of the song? What you gonna do about it? Whatcha? Whatcha? Gonna, I think it's spe- I, it's whatcha, spelled some. Gonna do about whatcha? W a whatcha gonna do about it? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it should it should be. It's like it was. How do they spell in whatcha? So just put in straight, like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I, I tried that. It's not 
It's not that's, coming up with anything. That's wow. This small Are faces you that marginalized. Really, is that really that? What you gonna do about it? A rare song. Oh, here it is. Hang on. Yeah, it, it, it's too soon. The lead. First, let's get the goddamn commercial out of the way. YouTube. Ugh. Skip it. Sometimes I hate modern life so fucking much. And I love Steve Marriott vocals. I want you to know that I love you, baby. Want you to know that I care. I'm so happy when you're around me, but I'm sad when you're not there. Sing the song now. This is a romper. I like it. Where's the Where's the feedback? When is that happening? It'll come in. It's, you know, we've got to do two choruses and then and then and then there's the break. You know, so it'll come in soon. Of so course, Pete Townsend was pretty good at feedback. Well, yeah, but so. I think he even credited to Steve Marriott to like uh, with a song. I guess small faces were bigger than the Who in London back in the day. But he, he was 18 years old when he sang it. 18 years old. Here it goes. And then the keyboard comes in. But it was like. You know, this was clear. covered by the Sex Pistols. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. They did a version of it. Oh, yeah. I hadn't any idea. I don't think I've ever heard that, but... um, Yeah, they were... They had taste. Did, did, did Johnny know the lyrics? <laughs> you know? Uh, he probably just screamed like, a bunch of rubbish. Yeah, yeah like, like when him singing Roadrunner, it's like, yeah. I don't know the lyrics. It didn't matter. <laughs> oh, I like it, Ray. They picked some interesting covers of Sex Pistols, Stepping Stone, yeah. Yeah. this. I, those are the only two I could think of. Sorry. we got a few minutes left in the show. If you want to uh, call and play some feedback, we, we're doing our feedback survey, survey of feedback right now. Because I'm just frankly tired of businesses asking me, <laughs> how did we do? Who can we fire? Because that's really what that question is. Mm-hmm. It's not how are we doing it's who's actually, dead weight. Actually, you know, when I actually talk to a live person and then I'm asked to rate them, how can you not, like, or, I mean, how can you be that horrible person not to give them, you know, the best rating possible? And, you know, you don't give them all fives. You give them a couple fours. So, so. Hey, Phil's calling in. <laughs> hey, Phil. Oh, cool. What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it, baby? Pretty good song. Do you own a guitar and an amp? No. How else can people make feedback? I don't even know. Uh, you can do Tuvin throat singing in the bathroom. I don't think that's going to do it, frankly, but you're welcome right. to try. Do you know how to do Tuvin throat singing? A little bit. I mess around with it. This is not a thing usually that people say I mess around with it. Like people yeah, you know. talk about messing around in the stock market and messing around playing guitar, but tuvin throat singing? Yeah, a little. Yeah, the wife gets annoyed, so I know I'm well, doing it pretty well. That's inevitable. But can I hear some of this? Oh, God. You got me on the spot. Let me see what I can do. Well, you just claimed you can do it. All right, hold on. So, uh, 
How remiss would I be? Holy crap, you actually can do it. You can do tube and throat singing. That's all right. How did you uh, teach yourself how to do that? You just keep trying. Oh, you didn't have to go to Tuva? No, I didn't <laughs> go to Tuva. <laughs> so what you're doing is you're creating a several overtones in your throat at once. It's really, I think the tone, the extra tone kind of comes from the mouth. You know how you can go... Yes, I know. Like, I know how you can like, do that. Yeah, so it's, I think what I do it comes more from the mouth. I don't know. Well, I'm Maybe still I'm impressed. Doing... I'm going to call that some kind of feedback. I don't know what, but yeah, that counts. <laughs> that counts. Look, if I was, if I had more time on my hands to devote to this show, believe me, it would have been all full of feedback. But I'm busy trying to run yeah. a business. It's taking up every minute of my time. Uh, so I'm just glad I'm still able to do a show and that people like Todd are still able to join me when I do the show. Yeah. You know? It would be nice if somebody like... Uh came in like a reed player like a saxophone player and just played some of that like really overtone like cra crazy you know uh roscoe mitchell's type stuff you know you're right type, you know? you're right that would be nice <laughs> you know but, but instead we have phil doing two of oh. throat songs. so let's let's be happy with what we have that's the problem the universal problem nowadays no one's happy with what they got uh, you know. they all want something else i'm happy with phil doing his ridiculous talent <laughs> Hey, Phil, do you ever do that when you're waiting for the valet to, like, get your car? You're just standing there alone? I have not done that, no. All right. That would probably be good that would in be a good. parking garage, you <laughs> know, with, like, you know, sound good. the concrete. Uh, a lot of reverb. All, all those stay out of those Phil concrete. Phil's standing there going. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to do in the car while you're driving because you have uh, that the windshield to reflect it right back at you. Oh, there you go. Ooh, and then if you get pulled over, the police would be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I like that, too. All right, well, you know, we're almost out of road. I, I think i got to let Phil go. Okay. Phil, by the way, what's the temperature in Portland? Haven't you guys oh, been having a heat wave? About, about 78 today. It's good. Oh, that's good. Wow. That's, that's better than what it's Monday, been. Uh, Sunday and Monday were hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been brutally yeah. hot here as well. It's climate change, you know. That's what happens. Yeah. I don't know. It's disturbing. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. Okay. Appreciate you, the call. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. <sighs> How come I can't hear this? Wait a minute. What are you that trying to hear? Playing. Style Council, what Paul Weller did after the jam. You know, I mentioned the song earlier. I thought I'd play uh -huh. it. But I, I forget that I didn't I... like the Style Council. That's the only yeah, problem. Yeah, you know. This was a know. big bring down after the jam. Yeah, it's, just, it's like, um, I never liked New Order, you know? I was, uh... This is Paul Weller basically saying that Bruce Foxton and, uh, who was the other guy in the jam? Uh, Screw you. I'm going to go and have another band, and it'll be just as successful, you'll see. Now I want to hear some jam. Ready for a little bit of, the, uh, yeah, little yeah. Bit of this? Hit me, Let's try know. a little bit of this. First, we have to wait through the execrable he ad for the... He's a big Small Faces fan, too. You know? Execrable 
J.C. Penney. I, I can't believe J.C. Penney still exists. Oh, Why does J.C. Penney still I've exist? I've heard like many stories about his demise. You know, people trying to revive it, and it's like. All right, that'll do it for this uh, aerial view. Thanks again to Todd Norlander yeah, for man, being thank here. You. With me, and uh, don't forget, on Sunday, you could hear the Hound Howl at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Crash in the Party, Doo-Wop Chop Shop of the Air, coming to you at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. This show will replay Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and then it becomes a podcast available wherever you get podcasts in between now and then. It's a long time. Yeah, man. To hate me, I've enough for any of my fate. People might need some tension to relax me. I'm too busy dodging between your facts. You see, here's what you get. You've made your bed, you better lie in it. You choose your leaders and place your trust. As the lies will shut down and their promises lost. Using kidney machines with paper rockets and guns. And the public wants what the public gets. But I don't give up the society once I'm going underground. Oopsie, Daisy! Oh,